there was a moment, a glimpse in time, when for a second the whole world was watching and we thought Jake Paul was going down, right? We thought this was it. This was the time he was going to fall. <laughs> Tyrone Woodley hit Jake with a punch that seemed like it came from the heavens. I mean, was this Zeus's hammer locked away in Tyrone's fist? He hit Jake, Jake stumbles, Jake wobbling a little bit, and somehow, some way, Jake made it out of the round without being knocked down. I mean, you must have thought Jake was the Michael Jackson reincarnated because he was tap dancing all around the ring, just shaking after that punch. But not only did Jake Paul recover, he ended up winning the fight. And I think it just goes to show time after time, again and again, we as normal people see this guy, which is the movies have told us, right? I mean, of course, this guy is on Disney because every single Disney movie has shown a character that's like Jake that looks exactly like the stereotypical bully. Loud, obnoxious, just seems a bit <laughs> dissociated from life. And seems like an overall just goofball, not taking anything too seriously. So, of course, when I come on this podcast called the Uneducated Investor Podcast, where I give my uneducated investor opinions, and I say something like, Jake Paul is positioning himself to be one of the greatest venture capitalists of all time. The natural gut reaction is to dismiss it, right? But I think time after time, the advantage of a podcast is like this was, I was seeing a trend of these social media savants coming through with these large followings and making an absorbent amount of money. And it was only a matter of time where I thought it was start being common knowledge that the way Warren Buffett was positioning himself to become a billionaire in his time is the exact same way a person like Jake Paul is positioning himself to become a billionaire in our time. Jake Paul has started a fund called the Anti-Fund. And a lot of these social media star stars are being positioned the same way. You have someone, a big name, you put investing people around them, and then Jake uses his influence in the world to kind of push these investments into prominence. One of them, of course, is this company called Triller. It's kind of like the TikTok competitor, but you know, there's more label support behind it, uh, more American owned behind it. It's not like a, a Chinese spawn, so it's not like that, uh, <laughs> that data um, question above, you know, is this actually secure or they're just stealing our data? You know, at least for Triller stealing our data, it's going to Americans. I guess that's better. <laughs> but we're seeing this where 
you know, recently Rihanna has come out as a billionaire and it's like, oh yeah, if you're someone who has a huge audience, why work for the companies? Why not own a giant percentage of the products you're actually pushing? And what Jake Paul's big fight, you know, against Tyrone Woolley has shown everyone is he, as a quote-unquote ex-Disney star, is able to basically bring a lot of attention to anything that he wants to put in front of an audience, a.k.a. he knows how to convert his audience to dollars. Now, with season eight of my podcast, you might have noticed a shift of me talking more and more about NFTs. The reason because is I don't think this is a fad. Matter of fact, NFTs are is, is an exact combination of all of the trends that are going on in our worlds today. Social media influencers are getting more and more powerful, more and more money, and more and more monetizable. One of the biggest secrets of TikTok was they basically asked themselves, how do we get people more famous more quickly? And what TikTok quickly discovered was people don't want to see the people on their own timeline. Let's create an algorithm that just gets everyone the most popular content, not of their friends, not of the people they followed, but within the app. And that gave TikTok so much power, they can literally make anyone famous just like that. And what's really interesting about something like TikTok is the fact that you see Charlie D'Amelio, a name that after one, two years of being famous, she already has her own movies. She's already doing her own cameos. I mean, I saw one of the TikTok stars literally with Kim Kardashian and on a movie as well. And what that lets me know is a lot of companies are figuring out, hey, we know how to monetize influencers now. So let's do it. You're seeing it with King Bach just getting put in movie after movie and on the thumbnail of it because influencers can make people money. With NFTs coming out, every single influencer will not only have their some sort of version of an NFT, but they will be buying NFTs. Why is that? That's because their influence can create an audience around anything and make it monetizable. So in the venture capital world, what is the most important thing over anything? It's really building that following, that audience, that hype, that community around a project, a project when it's literally at the idea phase. Like the thing that was so incredible about WeWork is the idea was a $40 billion idea. 
that literally didn't have a very solid execution step. So it got evaluated at such a high level before they even knew how they were gonna do it and investors bought and ate it up. And with Jake Paul being someone who can garner so much attention, I would say he's pushed himself, him and Logan, into one of the top 10 known people in the world right now, which is absolutely incredible. There's Drake, Jay-Z, Obama, Jake Paul. <laughs> like, like, how insane is that? He is one of the most recognizable, influential people in the world right now. And he's doing it all off of these fights and social media, I guess, almost shenanigans. So when it comes to looking at how people get uber rich, what's created the most 10 millionaires and 100 millionaires in America? It's really been these people who are able to get in these rounds super early, like these investor angel rounds where only the super wealthy can actually invest and put their money in. And then those companies go from 10, 100 million worth to 1 billion worth. And all of a sudden, everyone in there is 10, 100x, 1,000x. And realistically, a lot of times, these companies, yes, it has to do with the best, being the best idea, but realistically, was Tinder so much better than all of the other dating apps that were coming out? Or did it really just have the right team that knew how to put the product together, get it into the right hands, and then from there was able to grow. I don't know, it's kind of a question. I mean, realistically, like, look at Bumble and all these offshoots after, like, it's not necessarily like the, the, the best product. There's so much that goes into it, but a lot of times it's really just having that audience around. And I think in the venture capital world where you're trying to translate these ideas and just raise money around them, and you raise the most money around it, and that's what really translates to the final product. <clears throat> I think having someone that literally has a history of raising money like around different ideas, Jake Paul, whether it's the social media world, I think that translates immediately to the venture capital world. And a lot of funds, they already try to get like famous people around. Their venture capitalists isn't something new. Um, but I think we're going into a world soon where in the next 10 years, Every single venture capital fund that's coming up is going to have that big name next to it because that is the number one way to raise money. Like it's it's basically already happened now, but I think now it's just not trans like before it was like maybe just athletes and stuff like that. But now I think it's translating to the social media stars of you're gonna see Charlie D'Amelio on an investing fund eventually. Like someone's gonna picture the idea and she's gonna like it. And literally all of these biggest social media guys are going to be venture capitalists. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. And that's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. What do you think? Do you think Jake Paul is the next Warren Buffett? <laughs> Let me know on Twitter. It's at Flight Stew and we, Flight Crew, have to take off. Yeah.